Welcome to the Green and Growing Podcast with Sarah Nurswick and Hannah Wedger. The mission of Green and Growing Education is to empower agriculture teachers to find fulfillment through connection and community that will really cultivate confidence. Get hyped for new ideas, inspiration, motivation, and candid conversations with agriculture teachers just like you. Let's Let's go. friends welcome to another episode of green and growing education it is hannah and friends it is time for another minivan chronicles it is currently 82 degrees in minnesota yesterday we had sweatshirts on and sweatpants and hats it's just the midwest that's what you get friends and we talk about the weather <laughs> I am excited you're here. I know that some of you are wrapping up your school year. Some of you are already done. Congratulations. Um, and I think, you know, it's hard to know what to talk about this time of year. Uh, but I think that one of the one thing that I've been thinking about kind of hits on a couple of different areas of um, both the professional side of being an egg teacher, but also the personal side of it. Um, and I, I just wanted to talk about sticking with simplicity. Um, now, I am thinking specifically we have 10 days left of school. And really this past month when I am thinking about planning content um, and thinking about things to do in the classroom, activities to do, I am just thinking about simplicity. Not trying to like overthink a subject or overthink an activity and just really sticking with the basics. What assignment, what lab is going to provide students with the experience or provide students with the lesson um, or the information that they need um, that is, is, you know, tried and true, is going to provide them with information but that is not completely taxing. That does um, does all the stuff, but doesn't necessarily need to have the bells and whistles. I think about an assignment that I just had students do um, today, and I had the students create a social media campaign for um, different types of pollution. Now, it's, it's simple, right? Like they, I gave them, five different types of pollution that they could talk about. They had to create a campaign, so at least three different ways to communicate their message. Um, and I I left it at that, you know, just the bare minimum um, and really explained like how creativity works, how our brains work, um, and that sometimes, you know, having kind of this open book, this kind of open-ended, um, do what you please type assignment is really a space for them to show me how they've grown, what they've learned, especially at this point in the year. And I will tell you that my students delivered. They were creative, they were excited, um, and they really went into a space where they haven't necessarily went before, really thinking about, okay, how does this impact other people? What will they think if they see it? 
Um, and these were things that I didn't necessarily prompt them with, but they were thinking about. Now, another thing when I think about simplicity is something that I picked up from Laura Crosby, but y'all, I think it can be tailored to whatever class you were teaching. Um, and that was a natural resources scavenger hunt. Now, this time of year, I it is nice in Minnesota. I am just trying to get as many kids outside as often as possible. Um, and so this really was perfect because it allowed us to explore um, our school grounds. We have a school forest, so we were able to go on the trails in the school forest um, and have intentionality behind it without getting too caught up in like the logistics of it all. So I literally give them a list of 11 things. They have a partner and they're out there for 55 minutes searching, um, looking for these different things. They take a picture of them and then we come back and see what groups have accomplished it by that certain time. Now that brings in the competition piece, but it, it's minimal. However, the impact is, is maximum impact. We have um, high engagement and students were excited and they have been excited about being able to go outside and engage in their surroundings. And this is something that I give them the heads up, like if this goes well, like if this is working well, we will continue to do this because there's so many things that we can explore. Now, I haven't done this quite yet, but thinking about modifying, I, I think we're gonna do, going to do notes outside, like scavenger hunt notes. Like I'm going to hide notes for my animal science class, not necessarily hide them, but like post them along the path and we'll take notes that way for a day as we, as we near the end of our school year. Um, now I want to transition a little bit. These are just really simple ideas for the classroom. And I think it's important at this time of year in a pandemic year to just not overthink it and be confident in those ideas that you may think are simple because those ideas um, are probably just what your students need. And I want you to think about your personal life. I just the other day, I wish I could show you the visual through um, a podcast, but I cannot. So I'll explain the best I can. Um, today there was a post that a friend of mine had posted on Instagram um, and it was two um, different images and one was the images, it, it was a line essentially, like a lineup um, and there's different colors. So there was a color for work, there was a color for rest and there was a color for like sick, overwhelmed, anxious. Um, and so the first one, it showed like, you work and you rest, you work and you rest, and you work and you rest. And building in that rest time um, means that the, the second image was a longer portion of working. So it was a longer amount of that color without rest in between. And so then you see that color in the middle that shows sick, overwhelmed, anxious and that color is large and then at the end you see that rest portion coming because you're forced into that 
Now, someone told me that being an ag teacher is a lifestyle and not just a job. And I I really kind of want to push back on that a little bit because I think it it's what you make it. And I feel like the way that it was said had a negative connotation. And I think, and this is just my own opinion, but I think it's okay if it's a job for you. I mean, that's what it is. And it doesn't mean that you love it any less. I love being an egg teacher. I love being a teacher to my core. It brings me so much joy. You know what else brings me so much joy? My family, spending time with my friends and my family, gardening, being able to help others and spend time with others. Like all of those things bring me so much joy to my core as well. And so I think sometimes as egg teachers, it it's, gets into our, like, I think I, I relate it to like, oftentimes when I'm at a social gathering or I'm getting my teeth cleaned at the dentist, they're like, what do you do for a living? Oh, I'm a teacher. What kind of teacher are you? I'm an agriculture teacher. And that always like, it's like an, it's such an interesting conversation and people are always like really excited and like, oh, really? Wow. What do you teach? That's so great. And oftentimes I hear like, I wish I would have had that when I was in high school. And so I always feel very proud of that. And I feel like that's like one of my like key parts of my identity is that I'm an agriculture teacher. That doesn't mean that it means to take up your entire life. If you wanted to, that's great. And if that's something that brings you joy and, and, and it is part of your hobby, that's awesome. I just want you to know, and I want it to be okay, that it might be your, your job. And that's great. Like you found a job that is amazing and you enjoy it and you love it. It's a job. So it's so important for us to bring in that piece of like, our lives can be simplified. You can, you can take a break, right? Like you can take a break. You deserve a break. You should be taking breaks. You should be doing stuff that you enjoy. You should be able to say, you know what? That doesn't work in my schedule. We might have to postpone this event until next year. Or we might have to choose between these three events that we do each month and just pick one to do really well. And that is okay. I think sometimes simplifying that schedule and simplifying what you're doing and doing less and obsessing about it is is more important than doing all the things and being there all the time. So thinking about simplicity in your teaching these last few days, maybe you're done, maybe you're not though. Um, And then in these last, you know, as we transition and maybe you're, you're have some time this summer to be able to kind of rethink where you are in life, what does your position look like? Um, and think about what are those ways or what are those areas that you really, really love? What are those ways and what are those areas that um, maybe you could change? Maybe you can um, suggest that we choose one event for this month. Or maybe you 
say, hey, I, I already have it in my schedule that I'm going to be working on my garden at home for this weekend, and so I can't help out with that event. I'm sorry. Um, try it out. I know sometimes it doesn't feel right or it feels uncomfortable because we oftentimes put the program before our own needs. But you are important, and if we don't build in that time for rest, we're going to be forced into it at some point. Thanks for joining me today on Many Man Chronicles. It's been good. It's been real. And I'll talk to you soon. Bye-bye, everybody.